Welcome to the most hateful podcast in the world. I go by the name of Craig Mack. I am Dean. And what's good? It's your boy, Sir Seedington, in the place to be. What the fuck is good, gentlemen? If you didn't know, we're in the place to be. This is the Play Haters Podcast. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching so much fucking hate going on right now. It's just so fucking hilarious to me. Um. Well, first I was going to ask you, uh, what the fuck is a virtual concert and how was it? Because <laughs> <laughs> you said that like it was some normal shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so one of the uh, the genies we interviewed recently, Deontay, he had a virtual uh, he had a virtual concert that he had recorded. Uh, of himself like a few months back he just never released it just released it now during quarantine so tickets were five bucks bought a ticket for five bucks watched it got the link to watch it on youtube was you know hanging out having a good time um you know what i'm saying so shout out to deontay shout out to all of them uh big shout out to major uh what was your favorite joint um he did he it, it, it was the last jammy he did like a it was it, it was a tank and bangers joint um I forgot oh, the name of it, but it was that one. Then actually, actually, the second one he did was like some op. Um, it was like some opera joint. It was like a whole blend of shit. It was, it was wild. Right, that's uh, that's some yeah. uh, that's definitely Yeah, son. Twenty yo, twenty twenty is a motherfucker. Yo, can we can we also too um, fucking you know. Uh, you know, I know we the play hit this podcast. I'm usually hating and hating on motherfuckers, but I wanted to give a, a mm-hmm. shout out to you know, uh, you know, Shad uh, Gaspard's um family. Uh, he used to be one half of Crime Time. My brother was out there with his family enjoying his life. Um, and then a fucking tide, like you know, he was out there with his son, like in the ocean, like they were swimming at a beach. A tide just came and. F- took him out in the middle of the uh like you know kind of pulled him away and shit the lifeguards came out there he was able to give them him his son but then you know he wasn't able to be saved um and then there was like another wave came down and crashed on top of him so i just want you know give you know shout out and respect to that man and his family you know it's another black man out there yeah shit fucking yeah. rest in paradise brother uh but something to uh, start on yeah fuck yeah, yeah, but I'm, now I'm fucking. Oh man, I'm too. Come on. But yeah, I was man. trying to think of a drop to do, and I was like, all these are wildly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Listen, listen. I wanted, I wanted to get that out the way because, um, because honestly, I would, I want to know what are you motherfuckers' thoughts on um this fuckery that I guess it's kind of crazy. We're gonna make this this hard of a shift. Um, but what are your thoughts on uh Fat Joe out here dry snitching? Um, so I guess he told Ashanti that, um, what's love got to do? I guess that's on the her and Ja Rule did. Yeah, we're trying yeah, to, that's a big jam. yeah, nah. So, so Fat Joe was like, yeah, yo, yo, <laughs> he was like, yo, Irv and Ja was trying to get you, you know, they really wanted JLo on the joint, they didn't, they didn't want you at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I knew, I, I knew that, yeah, she felt it wasn't supposed to be her song. But yeah, but she uh, fucking <laughs> yeah. They did for whatever reason. Murder Inc. does Ashanti dirty as 
Fuck, right? They do her so dirty. But but yo, you should have saw her face, yo, son. The the complete and genuine shock. And then Fat Joe is just like, just like that typical hood nigga who just stirring trouble for no fucking reason. He was like, oh, you ain't know. And and the fucked up thing is that all her claims are like completely legitimate. I was watching an interview where Ja Rule was just like, like yeah, so fucking I got a I got a contract to do some songs, but they needed like a R and B hook. So I reached out to Ashanti. She came up with you know she came up with a hook. The song becomes a smash, but and then she gets mad because I gave her no money for it. <laughs> just like I was like, oh well, Ja Rule, what didn't I mean? Didn't she contribute? It's like no nah, man, she just in her feelings because she's a woman. And she's like, you know, she wasn't even supposed to be on the song anyways. You know, she was like, I'm the reason why she was on the song. So, you know, the little piece I gave her, you know, she got her name up. And I was like, did she come up with the hook? Like, yeah, yeah, it was her own little thing that she came up with. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's my song. <laughs> like, uh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, it's not so, I'm, nobody's about surprised about the Ja Rule bullshit. Of ja, course. Ja Rule is one of the shittier dudes. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. Shit, Friday festival, fucking his whole life. I thank him for that, though. Everyone, everyone points to that as his biggest, like, like fall. But that is his greatest achievement to me. That's when I learned. That's when I learned to love Ja Rule again. (laughs) Just watching these rich ass shitty kids just fucking stranded on an island, fucking with tents in the middle of a fucking hurricane. That shit was beautiful. Yeah, didn't even not all of them even had tits, and then too, like, like, didn't these motherfuckers get it? Was just like four pieces of bread, an orange, and like turkey, and like Bruh, straight food. prison meals, and like a like school got- <laughs> bro, like just cold, just bread <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely would have wanted to play a hate Olympics in the year. Oh he man. Yeah, everyone was just like, oh, how fucked up that is. I was like, that shit was fucking great. I yeah. I never <laughs> laughed. You might as well just put on a stand-up. Like Firefest, that fucking whole like documentary <laughs> was the funniest shit in the world. And the fact that there was games within the game, like once they got there, it should have been up, but they're like, maybe we can keep this shit going. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. And they did for like a week. Yo. <laughs> that's, 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 that's some crazy shit bro. Yeah, we live in a fucking crazy world I saw some wild shit um, I was just looking at headlines for topics today and I saw that um, a famous like El Chapo assassin was found uh, m- like murdered in his car with his girlfriend and I was like oh that dude is gonna die but then obviously I got like just we're in quarantine so I just looked it up and I guess he got released on probation, so everyone knew he was like a snitch. Um, but one dude in the comments was going hard for him. He's like, I don't care what anyone says. He's the most gangster like dude of all time. Um, like he was famous for like uh, taking out a fucking cartel boss. So I tried to look it up, and he is famous for taking out a famous cartel boss. Want to know how? Fucking <laughs> his uh, son was having a birthday party, and they invited five clowns. All the clowns open fired on him in front of his family. <laughs> Yo. Oh, son. 
Fam, fam. Imagine <laughs> that really fucking happening. That's not a movie. Fucking, they order clowns for homeboys for his son's birthday, and they just open fire on his whole, like, and they didn't hit anybody else. They just murdered the shit out of him in his home in front of his entire fucking family. Oh my god. But do you yo, do you know how gangster you gotta be to go kill <clears throat> a cartel boss at his own kids party? And then that's not even the thing Bruh. you bumped off? Son. You set Some... the tone, bro. You let everyone yeah. like everyone saw he was there. I mean, granted, what a it's fucked up because like the tragedy of being in front of your family, but they did give him the courtesy of being with his, his family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been a worse place. Yeah, could've so been in a worse spot. It just to organize it and for it to actually work off because it wasn't just one. They said that all the clowns opened fire, so we're just like a clown killed a fucking cartel boss. Cartel but you know what though? But could got up out of it. But but could it really have been at a at a work like you know at a at a worse time like he was shot and killed in front of his family and then he doesn't even know like at the time that he was getting shot up if they were going to kill anybody else in his family and it's amazing well that makes it even more gangster because they didn't they just left it there (laughs) they could have killed they could have wiped out his whole fucking family but they left it there. There's a lot said. Like, you know, it's like security? If you, once you get past the initial horror, then it's like, there's a lot of layers to this. Yo, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But then you know what I'm, I'm thinking? Because it's like, you listen, like, like, if you're a cartel boss, that still doesn't mean that you're not, like, you know, without your security. So my whole thing is, like, where the fuck was your security throughout all this shit? You see what I'm saying? Shit, like, probably scared as fuck. And especially if you're losing the war and they're already about to turn on you. Like, it's just like, it was probably like he was in hiding and it was his one moment of vulnerability while he's like moving around because he's losing the war, losing the territory. So his kids trying, just trying to fucking comfort him, fucking get some clowns for a birthday party. <laughs> I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the clowns was one of his former mans in the first place. Yeah, they, they, they gave him the drop because how else, how else do you find how out? Else, yeah, how else do you find out how, where he lives and where his actual home is? So it seems like the probably was an inside job in the first place. See, yeah, he was fucked from the beginning. My man. Woo. True. That's true. cold blooded shit, bro. Speaking you of inside. Oh, my bad. No, you about to say about, about your boy? About Mr. Daniel Hernandez? Oh, nah. I was actually going to say, speaking of inside jobs, did, did niggas find out about that pop smoke shit yet or not? Nah, there was a it's headline still, that said that uh, COVID is slowing that shit down, but yeah, they don't, they're not going to stop yeah. that shit. Then, yeah, come on, man. Hmm. Yeah, that was and then just another another black robber. I don't know that that whole thing is just odd to me because you know the call came from New York and it's like how does the call come from New York when the crime happens in L.A. It's very very strange. Did anybody ever find out what happened with that? I didn't see any updates on it. To see that shit don't make Not no that shit don't make no like it's a even his death that don't that don't make no goddamn sense. Again, we are dealing in a pandemic, and LA is kind of like the second hardest hit state. So yeah, and their bitch ass may decided to extend it until like um I think extended yeah. another three months. Like, so yeah, good for them. I mean, excuse me, they're yeah. governor, so good for them. But yeah, you were saying yeah, about mm-hmm. man, you <laughs> So as you were saying, um, I was talking about um the the greatest one of the most infamous snitches of all time. Uh, talking about 
Senor Snoop Dogg and how he was out here snitching because you brought it up in the first place. How did they, how did you feel you, when you you saw that unfold? <laughs> I know how to feel. That's exactly what I did when I saw it. I just had to laugh. That was my exact. I just laughed because it was just like, wow, nothing sacred anymore. But then they always said your favorite rappers ain't shit. So what am I? Su- it's, it's so you know what I mean. Am I really you know? Hey, but then also too, I haven't like you know I haven't I haven't seen the actual paperwork. So then who the fuck am I? I and and I, I mean from what Snoop the way Snoop was explaining <laughs> it, I don't really see how it's snitching in the first place. Like I like I I I guess from where Takashi's talking about, but. I mean, he did beat a murder case. So. <laughs> I mean, he did He did kind of beat a case earlier with some, where the, one of the mans went to jail and he and the other guy didn't. So, I mean, it seemed like it was just some, just some bullshit that he just, you know, called somebody out because anybody who try him, he just don't care. What he got to lose, really? Well, the reason I'm not participating in this conversation is because I said last week that fucking I don't want to give this dude press because I know his game plan. Like everyone's reporting this shit like he just does like headline tactics like he he's a fucking troll. And like because I'm a hip hop head, the whole Snoop thing has kind of been out when he was first yeah. beefing with Suge, but they already pieced it up and like. That was fucking, you know, just like, you know, when they were going at it and the Snoop was trying to get off the label, like they were just saying like shit about each other. So they already like kind of pieced it up. Um, but but like I I mean, it, All right, you know what? If, if Takashi really did that, it would be T.I. Because that's who I felt. That was the first T.I. Mm. Unfortunately, <clears throat> the first Takashi. And I fell for that. So just as a consumer, I can see the play and like the kind of misdirection where just like, there's a lot of shit where you can kind of miss like, yeah, you can just kind of, if you're not a hip hop head, you can kind of fall into the, uh, the tribe of just it. the game yeah. this kid played. And he's a fucking great yeah, troll yeah. because fucking, I forgot about that Suge Knight interview. So it was just like the fact that I just was scrolling yeah. through Instagram and just see him just fucking like, that's how, you know, he is a product of where, where, where would he find that? He was even fucking born then. Like, where does he fucking find that video? He just got home from jail. <clears throat> but then, the, then it all, yeah, it, it, it makes you wonder, you know, kind of how much, you know, you know, you know, how much how much of history does he know? Uh, but he doesn't. Like, There has to be someone giving him game that gave him that video to be like, yo, this the fuck with Snoop. Like, I mean, I guess. But you know what, though? Let's you know what? <clears throat> Fuck, fuck six nine. Let's 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 take six nine out of the equation, because we know he's a snitch, right? <clears throat> now let's talk about Ti, because we know Ti is a snitch, right? <clears throat> um, and then we don't know Ti. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say this is kind of this is kind of news to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, every street dude I know really, really hates Ti, and for me, that was the first time I realized I was duped by like. The tactics, like the the, you can't be a convicted felon and get caught with semi-automatic weapons with silencers, and only get probation. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone was just mm. like, "There's no way to do it." You could have God come down and defend you in court, and you're not getting out of that one. 
So I so like it was just like the rap was up, but he was so popular, and they're like, yeah, once yeah, that was when the machine wasn't as visible, but now we're in internet age. I mean, Takashi does have a point because there's mad snitches in the rap game. That's why I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to find a valid reason to have beef with them because like, all right, mm-hmm. after all these rappers, the one they shouldn't be killing each other. So why am I? Why am I even feeding to that anyway? But it's like, yeah, all of them are fake, and they should be. So just like, yeah, all right, where do yeah he like he he's just the first one because we just know so much as consumers. But mm-hmm. fucking, I mean, there's been there's been a lot of people that have been accused of doing fucking wild shit. Right now, there was a fucking dude from Texas saying that um Young Thug uh, or that fucking Gunna. <coughs> I do. That's what Young Thug Gunna is a fucking. Uh, I mean, I saw the video of him doing a Crime Stoppers wait, commercial. Wait, who? Or just like, you should inform the police. Who? who? <laughs> who young Gunner Gunner or Young Thug? Like the, yeah, there's like, uh, I mean, he said, well, he said he was like uh, snitches hanging each other, hanging with each other, but he was first going at Thug. So he was just like, you're a snitch. You're fucking, your new young artist is a snitch. He was just like, he's like, everyone's going at Takashi, but it was like, y'all, a bunch of snitches too. There's all snitches in the rap game. Um, so fucking it's, it's kind of a, I, I already made the prediction as like an artist and like a hip hop head, I, like gangster rap is about to die. Gangster lyrics won't like where it's America. People are going to rap about guns. People are gonna rap about killing each other, but fucking actual fucking people are just joining gangs to get signed for regular deal. Cause then they'll have a bunch of people who are supporting them. Like it's really just a gimmick, like actual gang banging real rap shit is out the door and then that's going to be out there because now snitch is cool snitch is officially well, cool well see i guess i guess that's my thing because I, I would i would go on to say that that and then you being a sociology major you can definitely see where i'm going with that so so we're about to go i should say <clears throat> subconsciously we always knew that you know snitching and shit like that was happening in the rap game even even when you did like because I remember when T.I. first got locked even I was like that don't mean how does he just get probation off of that but that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't make any sense right but then also too you just uh when you you know Rick Ross he's my favorite artist right Rick Ross you know was a correction officer you know what I mean like you know he wasn't out there really doing what he was talking about and there's multiple there's multiple people like that so when we already when we already kind of know that subconsciously there's certain shit that we're just going to let go unfortunately within the game and i think you know this whole to like like first of all i think that the biggest winner out of all this is actually going to be bobby smurda when he comes out i think he's going to win crazy um yeah he's going to be celebrated but like also i want to somehow i mean i wish hip-hop fans (laughs) knew that like hip-hop is out of black culture now it's a global yep. thing so the kids it's so it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that kakashi sit six nine snitch because fucking it's a bunch of white kids in the suburbs that are dictating the fucking culture like so <laughs> like it did like it, it so it doesn't matter it's just a story like and then you know it, it's a thing to sympathize with fucking ti and fucking rick ross he's a like a huge example like yeah like his name isn't even fucking Rick Ross. He stole a person that yeah. is also <laughs> famous. His name that's still fucking alive, <laughs> and pretending to be someone that's still fucking alive. Like Freeway Ricky yeah. Ross is somewhere in a coffee shop right now doing shit, chilling, chilling. Well, this is this is this is the culture that he lost that case. By the way, to get his name back, how how the how, how, how Rick Ross just has better lawyers. You know what it is. 
he lost a he lost a case to get his own fucking name back. Imagine that shit in 1860, boy. That shit would have set some fucking cities on fire. This motherfucker can't get his name back. Well, but now, but listen, this is yeah, this is this is why I. It's a brand now. This is why I personally think that, like, it, like truthfully, like it doesn't matter. And first of all, Snoop just makes himself look guilty, just continuously uh, answering him because I think that hip hop now, like you know, for most of the game. People just don't give a fuck. Even even though there's a lot of people that you know going off on you know Facebook, social media that's in the game, like oh, Takashi a snitch, fuck him, you're a bitch, like we don't fuck with them kind of people, yada yada yada. Them same people, like you, you know they they're still giving dab to Ti. They'll still work with Ti if he gives them a shout. You see what I'm saying? Well, well, well the, I mean, other than him being the first snitch, I brought him up because if Snoop could be exposed, he wouldn't be responding. That's why it's a game. That's why they're playing back and forth, and that's why. Fucking Snoop was posting fucking memes making fun of him that he had to like run away from his wife that day. But fucking, but if someone's diss Snoop, you would think the first person to speak out about it is the other OGTI. They're all together all the time, but he's being suspiciously quiet. And I think if Snoop had something to say, he wouldn't say, or if he had something to hide, he wouldn't say a fucking thing. So it's not, I don't think, I think him responding is the exact opposite, where it's just like, yeah, it's just, he has nothing to fucking lose. There's nothing like, yeah, it's just a fucking game or he's getting his clout back. Because there was rumors that Takashi was low-key signed to Rock Nation. So they were going to like bundle him mm. with fucking uh, Nicki Minaj and just try to rebuild his image and just have people pretend to be beefing with him. But it's not the real shit. It's like a misdirection where he's still the same motherfucker. He comes back on the same shit, but it's all staged. Uh, so is. you're thinking that so this, one was Snoop is, this one Snoop is staged. Obviously, you know, him and Jay are close. Jay stage. probably gave him a call. Yo, listen, be doing me this, yada, yada, yada. I'll tell you this. <clears throat> he's beefing with Snoop Dogg. Think about what you're saying. Takashi 69 is not as significant as Snoop Dogg, but we're talking about it as a fucking Very thing. True. Right now. It's like, it's just, it's just a fucking, like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just the labels in this internet age. It's hard to, you know, fucking, I don't If they want to push someone, they're going to push them. If you were, if they want you to be successful, you're going to be successful. And the guy that owns him, his manager is Drake's manager. <laughs> it makes sense now. It all makes sense now. So there's nothing but a game, you know, smoke and mirrors as usual. God damn it. You can't believe a goddamn thing, especially when you bring up the point of T. I being, you know, really, truly quiet whole when this whole conspiracy you know this whole thing is very 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 interesting well oh well i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah bro it's hard that's why it's kind of it's sad as an artist bro like i can't like that's why like i have j cole as like top three maybe two like artists right now just like doing it because he talks about just how would soul crushing watching all this is you have these dreams of being a rapper and thinking that talent makes it by but those are that was the 90s when we talk about the golden age it was also the old and golden up age of the like that last thing being uncorrupted like it was like it, it now it's a it's a corp it's a part of the machine bro so it's just like damn like you don't even have to have fucking talent bro the game is so rigged <clears throat> Like, but then here's my question: uh, You can hide people. Like, 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 like that's my question. If you don't have to have any kind of talent, if I have it, like, like how do, like, where do they find these motherfuckers at? Then, like, how does that get on their radar uh, in that regard? So, I mean, right now, the 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 criteria to getting a record deal is having a big social media following. So, if you have like fucking five hundred thousand followers on Instagram, 
you could probably, or if you have a video that went viral, a little TikTok video that went viral, you could leverage it for a record deal. I see. I see. I see. But like, okay. 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 But that's also a fucking trap too, because that's, that's why I think the greatest thing that hasn't happened to me. So I hope I pull it off. I will pull it off. I'm trying to fucking speak into fruition is fucking, um, the worst thing that could have happened to me is if I made a song that pop when I was young, because then you ha- you're in the game. You have to do that again, no matter what kind of music you fucking like or whatever you fucking believe in or what kind of artist you want to be, mm-hmm. you're going to have to sell fucking records now. So if you don't do a genuine thing that pops that you can just cr- effortlessly do again and recreate without like trying to strain and try to figure it out. Like there's all these kids that are popping off on TikTok that are don't even uh, one on an app that they can't claim the rights of their image. So the one they're going to lose there in court too. And then it's like, you can't make money off your own <laughs> shit that you worked mad hard. You probably fucking all these dudes doing trick shots. I was like, that must've took fucking 10,000 takes to fucking flip a bottle on top of a fucking crow or some shit. Like, you know, <laughs> like with all this weird quarantine <laughs> shit. And just like, yeah, bro, if you're not actually aiming to make the shot and you just make a half court shot by just throwing it up, bro, you're trapped. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So so basically what's happening now for like, you know, these young and up and coming artists that are getting really fucked over because, you know, they're just getting, you know, they're getting that one quick pop. Yo, this is this is this shit is very interesting to me in a, in a like, you know, the whole music game, how it's changed, especially now, because I don't I wouldn't even think that people would want to get a record labels when, you know, it, it would be more advantageous for you to just take your shits, put it on, put it up on Spotify, SoundCloud and, you know, try to get it big your own self and not going to the record labels. You see what I'm saying? Uh, well, well, because people want to be late and I'm going to do like a. Uh... Uh, uh, I I, I guess merge topics to do a slight transition to the fucking last dance. But it's just like one thing I realized is like the difference between Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. I love Scottie Pippen, but he took a bullshit ass fucking contract because he had Mm -hmm. to pay for his family. Like he had to secure that money. He just didn't take that extra risk. Like he worked so hard to get there. Like, fuck it, whatever. I'll have to take this and then figure it out on the later end. So that's what most artists have to do. That's what most people were like facing a record deal. It's like, all right, get a job, which most people don't want. Or if you're really in poverty and you've been actually selling drugs and trying to get by, so you're looking for something legitimate. Like people are just, they bank on you being desperate because then you can't make a next move. So it's just like you're stuck there and then you're going to have to owe them more money and owe them more money. Don't fuck around and get another hit and then have to do it again. And then you have these expectations, <laughs> you know, fucking look at Blueface. Like, where is he? He's about to go. We can all like, yeah. I, if you're watching him, he's about mm. to go. He's not going to be here next summer. Nah, it's, it's, it's coming to a quick end. He's looking like the, the designer. He's looking he's like not gonna be here what is designer. What is yeah, designer doing now? Don't get ugly. Exactly. Jack shit, nothing. Make it, make it bullshit. But even if he is making <clears throat> bullshit, why would he? If he got number one hit, just record that for until he's sixty. Like the motherfucker, what's the dudes who made a? It takes two. Rob Basin, Rob Basin, and, and like he had to perform that song in his fifties, dog. Still getting that cheddar <laughs> like, from it. Yeah, it's, it's just a. Yeah, I mean, he's always gonna yeah, have but, Panda as a writing credit, so he he is he should just use it to leverage like relationships. If I were him, I'd try yeah. to get like like what uh, Youngberg is doing and just getting producing and just like use your connections and it's just like if you can humble yourself to get out of the spotlight, then you can still have a career in music. You don't have to be a fucking star. Everyone wants to be a fucking star. 
I just want to fucking be the puppeteer. I just want to be in the back. I just need to get in the door so I can get to the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and it's like, oh, here, I'm going to get the fuck out of the way. Because there's no reason to be a star. Like, I, I remember having dreams of wanting to be a rap star. And it's like, why? Fucking why? Look at fucking little Wayne. I look up to that man. He's fucking 40 years old and he has to fucking tour right now. Be not because he wants to, because he fucking has to. Well, oh, oh, because of all the contracts he's locked himself into. Bro, he just got paid yeah. from Birdman. <laughs> like last year. <laughs> he just got paid last year and he's been rapping for fucking 20 years. That's fucking ridiculous. But then, but then, but then I asked, like, but then you know what though? But then I have to ask, like, you know. Like, like, does he have to tour? But like, because like, if he was like doing like you know proper investments, what do you mean? What do you can't? You can't win a shitty record record deal. Birdman owned everything of everything: your tour money, everything. your fucking record sales, your fucking what? interviews, your your every every everything, everything. That's Birdman. all of them. That's why people really do, like. That's what if that happened to Wayne and Drake signed Wayne. I just don't like. It's just like the game, the rap game. And then, and then, but that's but that's basically. It's not like I'm dropping gems. I don't think I'm in informed. I just I want to. I'm an expiring artist, so you just learn the different heartbreaks going along the road, where you just find my question. Shit, fucking question. Not to not to cut you off, but then all right. So here's my question. So then, so then, what was the contract that signed with Wayne? Well, that's, that, that, if you're a hip hop head, that is why the beef with Pusha T. That's how the beef with Pusha T really started because Pusha T always talks about how rappers are slaves to their contracts. So he was just by chance of being a bad example. That's how he started going at Wayne, and then he ended up going at Drake because he just like yo, how you how you a million dollar rapper and your mom's living in the project still? Like he used to throw little jabs like that. So eventually you throw enough little jabs and you're not saying names. You're like motherfucker. I hate you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, it's just like yeah, when you like the bigger the star, the worse situation. So that also goes look look at the female version of fucking Drake, fucking Nicki Minaj. Her money gotta be Nicki fucked Minaj. up. Her money gotta be all the way fucked up. And and her brother was out here. Yeah, with, yeah fam. Money all the way fucked up. All the way fucked up. But so that's why she fucked still up. has to like she retired and unretired. Granted, she's trying to get into podcasting so she can definitely make that transition. Yeah, she's doing she's the doing Queen's numbers. radio. So everyone, I mean, Joe. Yeah. So yeah, the, the Queen. Yeah, the radio. Radio be killing. So. And they already she replaced her with Meg The Stallion. Fucking, they always yeah. No allegedly, time. and now allegedly, I had read that now Meg The Stallion and like Beyonce have like some secret Cold War shit going on. <laughs> Some Cold War beef going on now, yeah, and what? all because of their fans. I don't. I'm not even going to really go into the repeating. If the people care enough, they can look that shit up. It was it was fuckery, but it's just it's um, but but you know, kind of back to these contracts. That's what I'm. I, that's, I'm I'm fa- because like I've I've known this, but it's fascinating to me because now like in my head it's kind of like all right, so how much how much did Jay Z fuck over J Cole? Um, he, he, uh, not 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 too much. Not like because he he kind of he kind of told him, yeah, go ahead and make it on your own. Like he's, I'll give you a platform, but like that's about it. Like he didn't really give him like the 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 stupid advance and the rocket shit. Like Jay kind of had to earn that. Yeah, uh, and and uh, once he fulfilled his contract, I don't remember what was his last. I mean, he's still. Um, 
he signed himself to Dreamville, so he yeah. now he owns his own record label, Grand Rock Nation, is still the parent label of that. But I think once he fulfilled his contract, that's when he started making bread, and because he just signed himself to himself, and then he just signed other artists. Um, but yeah, I'm, I but I mean, it took yeah, it took a, a while for him to come up. That's why he can be quiet now because he doesn't have to bounce around like once his initial contract his first contract was up which is a smart thing to do no matter what your first contract's going to be a loss it's just a matter how much leverage you can ask for more at that beginning instead of just take whatever you can give like how about this you can you, you want to go in with negotiating points so but every every deal you're going to take a loss is what you do after that so for me if i got a record label today I would obviously be fucked for that first year, but I know like I'm hopefully it would be signed for something I genuinely did not like me trying to recreate a trap sound like a song I just genuinely did. Um, so then fucking I would use that first year of whatever team the label forced me to have and go tour with and have one of my friends fucking shadow each of them. So I can replace all those motherfuckers in the year. It's just like, all right, I think you're suited for this. I see how this dude to that. And then just do what LeBron did and just fucking set up my own team. So I'm not fucking stranded when they fucking, decide to pull the rug from under me but when you get used to that and these dudes with these connections and like you want to stay tied to certain Mm. agents and shit like you Mm. can get trapped in the game and then you end up owing three four five different people People stealing your money and shit Yo, someone ran off with half of rihanna's money if she that's why this whole fenty thing is big because she came back up but her fucking first manager ran off with almost because all of of it fam like what I, I mean, just said. Song, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bitch would have my money is right. definitely talking about her manager. Her first manager. So then, all right. So then here's my question. When, so what kind of lawyers was she getting to have look over her contract for her? Well, once she signed to Rock Nation, I, like, I mean, well, she was always with Jay-Z, but she had came in with different management, yeah. just like how they're fighting with Cardi B. You signed like deals before deals, you know, like before, like the person that makes you famous to, to get the attention of a Jay-Z. So it's just like, the, and then those motherfuckers usually <clears throat> sign fucking really shady ass contracts to lock you into some shit for like, shady. yeah, so I'm like, all right, you're going to sign over your your likeness for the rest of your lifetime and I get 20% of everything you make for the next 50 years. Like, wow, shit, you know what I'm saying? So like, so yeah, like, and then and then on top of it, if you have a manager and you're trusting them with all their the funds to go on tours and hotels and shit, shit and they have access to your bank account they can be telling you that they're or like and kind of it happened to kashi too that's why he kind of broke up with treyway they can say that they you have a concert and you're going to get fifty thousand dollars not knowing that they actually booked you for like a hundred <laughs> and they just took the 50 and you're only getting 50 and just like once you realize, like, yo, I didn't know I got booked. He's like, what do you mean I've been getting? <laughs> it's like I've been getting concerts for like a million dollars. I thought I was only getting like like a half a million dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, so you that's know. why he yeah. came up with that post saying, yo, if y'all had got some tickets to see this show, I'm not going. Go to this website if you need to know anything about it. Okay, it's now it's all making sense. Because see, I'm not really like, like you know, yeah, I know about the bad contract. So, you know, obviously we all saw the, you know, the new edition story. Um, we saw, so, you know, I, you know, we definitely saw how that shit goes, but like, mm-hmm. to me, yeah, to me, is, but, but, I, but I guess to me, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would think for most people now that like, you know, that once you get into that kind of level, 
right? Where you're about to get a contract, you know, people are looking at you, you know, you, you know, yes, you, you understand that you are in, in, you know, in this weird position and predicament, but then you also understand that, you know, the power and leverage that you do have. So you would, I would think that you would get out to just have a, get a lawyer to just say, Hey, look at this, like, like, like explain the situation to him. like, I'm about to be this. I'll pay you for X amount of this. Look this over yeah. for me. Represent. No, that, you're that's people too much credit. what you're saying is the code, the absolute rarity, especially if you just get yeah. lit from rapping. <laughs> yeah, just like a company. If you're in the projects with your mom, whatever, any kid in the hood, America, yeah, right now, and some record label, kid, company, they're 18, like, hey, 19, 20. We're gonna get. Yeah. And that's all that's and it's not just a chance why people think you have to be a teenager to rap. The record labels will prefer you to be a kid so you can rap. So it's just like yeah. all these trends and all these things that they're trying to portray this young man game because these kids are not thinking the long game. It's just that oh they're lit, they can sell on their friends, or they get a car or a chain. Like you can't do that to grown ass men. So and so nope. that's why certain movements are more important to me than others. Like Griselda, it's niggas our age that fucking just broke in and took over New York, like fucking and mm-hmm. repping Buffalo at that, like fucking niggas are dissing like them all the time. It's like no one makes that a Buffalo. You guys have took over the rap game out of Buffalo, signed to Eminem from Buffalo indie and now they just signed their deals because like you have to take a loss so they said they were smart there's three of them so they all signed three separate deals they signed <laughs> one as a group to shady then they all signed individual deals to jay-z it's like bro mm. cooking right now bro they're cooking now they got merch fucking they're doing tours they all do tours together i love perfect paris Nigga, what yeah perfect paris bro yeah and, and yo and then fucking uh, yeah, West Side Gun is the art head, so he's doing art galleries and shit. He's going to fashion yeah. shows. Like, bro, they're killing it, fam. They're killing it. That is my yeah. motto for success right now because it's just like, all right, if you're like, so Benny is like fucking 38. So fucking, yeah, yeah he, yeah. So he around where he was about to break through is around now where it's just like, all right, if you have content, you're thinking about the big picture, you can come in with a wave. Instead of coming in with a pop, you can come in with a bang. Like in general, be here for a while, but no one's singing mm-hmm. like that. Everyone wants to be lit, and especially it's hard. Like fucking being thirty-two years old, going thirty-two or thirty-three. <laughs> everyone's like, "Well, you still doing that rapping thing? You still doing that little rapping thing?" And it's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, what the fuck you think?" <laughs> it's like you, I could rhyme words and make money, so like, I'm gonna do that and try to do that till I fucking die. I'm supposed to just stop at some point. It's like you know, uh, <laughs> let me just not try to do this thing anymore because people don't think it's cool. I'm not doing it to be cool. I don't give a fuck what people think is cool. No one else should. But most people do. Like everyone does something and rap. Like comedians mm-hmm. rap, yep. fucking like you know, like influencers rap. There's it's just sucked that everyone yep. does it's just like an accessory thing right now. People have devalued music. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think our society is in, in general just doesn't give a fuck about music just because like you know, when they're growing up, they don't put that much emphasis on the arts. I'm sorry, see you were about to say something. No, no, there's no keep going. That was what you're on that part, you were yeah, no, 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 that was that was it. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, th- what the fuck? Like, how'd you okay? To speaking on, we had last week, I talked about Lil Richard, you know, passing and whatnot. Like, yo, what's the last white music innovation exactly? 
Like it, it doesn't happen. So when they get that, like, where else are they getting the music and the culture from if it's not bluegrass and country that they stole years ago? So like, of course, like, I, of course, that's it, the way it's it's literally no music genres. <clears throat> Beethoven was black. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Fucking. Um, I just found out. I didn't know that uh, the the black American gay scene created EDM. Really? Had no idea. Um, for just found out no last year. Yeah, wow. it's literally literally every music genre, <laughs> every music genre. Uh, so it's like they just the, the wave is just what they say and what they read, and then stupid and silly like ignorant kids who don't understand what they're seeing. They just seeing bright colors and somebody having fun. They're like, yeah, let's do that. And it's at the end of the day, it's like, nah, fam, you got to understand. You have to have an understanding. But if you don't know, how the fuck are you supposed to know? Like it's it's it's, it's crazy. It's a, it's gonna we're gonna be in a shitty, shitty time period. Like I feel like when it comes to to the rating of music, you, I feel like it's gonna be a very shitty mm-hmm. time period. I disagree, because it's so shitty. It should be a calling for all artists. Like what a perfect time. I remember trying to rap when we first got it's out of dream college. World. And being like, yo, there's nothing yeah. to rap about. And then, like, Obama was about to become president. So it's like, you can't be rapping yep. about racism. So it's just like, what a perfect time to, I mean, as an artist, there's a lot of, like, just, you know, like, there's a there's a window for real music. And streaming's down now. So, like, mm-hmm. people don't actually, people are now, music content, especially in a quarantine, if you have content music, those are the people that artists are gravitating or people are gravitating to albums that made them feel good mm. like classic albums right now because no one wants to hear no music no one wants to hear trap music while they're sitting in the crib so it's like i don't want to hear about your bentley <laughs> and your fucking ice right now so it's just like in a quarantine yeah. and so like music and streaming is down because people usually just listen to music in the background at clubs just having streaming going but when you're just stuck and you have to sit like i think people are realizing this is, this is forcing that avenue to be recognized again where there's like chill music you know, there's there's some else to do yeah. before you know while you're turning up. Yeah, I mean, it. I would hope so. It seems like the music is kind of been towards that way, but because of COVID, it's not really much like coming out or whatever. Or whatever. So, like, I appreciate certain artists, like for example, like people like people like Tory Lanez, where he's just <laughs> he's got one mode. <laughs> But if he wants to turn on a song and do a song with T Pain, like it, it, it could be really fucking good. So like, well, yeah, he's testament to the I, creators creating. I mean, yeah, quarantine radio say, is yeah. fucking out of here, especially not doing any broadcasting before. You're just like, oh, we're all stuck inside. Fuck it, I'm just gonna stream all day. So him just fucking performing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah that... people call in like, and now he teamed up with YouTube. Oh, oh, oh he's got it on YouTube now. He. he, he... Oh, he's doing a touring shit now on YouTube where he's doing like a quarantine radio. Like he partnered with YouTube wow. to do some like showcase where he goes, you know, and somehow does it moving. I forgot. He he, he started it recently. Shout out to him. Go for him. Homeboy's out That's here. fucking crazy. That's, yeah, shout out to Tory, fam. That motherfucker's crazy. But yeah, nah, I just, I mean, if, well, we need people in you to make it think, right? That, that's, that's the fuck it comes down to, MVK. I need you to, to get on board so we can fucking change the, you know what I mean? Change the board, change the pieces oh, out there. Trust That's me, but I sacrifice everything for the dream. I need you to be on board, <laughs> motherfucker. I need you. <laughs> you are my fucking greatest worry right now. 
I'm good, man. I'm good. You know what I'm like? I'm like I'm like Steve Kerr when he's yeah. Well, nah, like, when yeah, you <laughs> nah, nah, you gotta you gotta like, like it's open. a you know when 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 we out here doing this kind of stuff, it's reps. It's fucking like to me at least like it like at least that's kind of like how I look at it like um because I was listening to Joe Rogan talk about comedy right and he was just talking about like you know you can't you can't get good at it if you're not doing it. So mm-hmm. like, so like to me it's kind of like that's kind of why I like you know I have so many different endeavors when it comes to just talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because it's like, you know, I'm trying to get those reps in and just trying to figure out like, all right, you know, yeah. this is, you know, this is how I would kind of attack this kind of, you know, podcast or this is how I would attack this kind of podcast. This is how I would attack this kind of podcast. Kind of get my range ready and getting my range like, you know, good to go because like, you know, when when opportunity meets preparation, you want to make sure you're able to execute that motherfucker like on the drop of a fucking dime. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you definitely, like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're Steve Kerr now, but nah, like, like, niggas need the big three. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and <laughs> it's just the perfect time to get into podcasting, because, I mean, the reason why I'll continue rapping is because rap is not even 40 years old yet, so we're in that, like, that, like, True. rock era where it's really popular, it's so when, spot. like, content yeah. comes again, even if I'm old, I'm still gonna, like, put out content, but it is the forefront of podcasting, so just, like, or what I know about the record business, like, I can't, why I won't ever be, like, a mainstream rapper, I won't say I won't be successful, I definitely will definitely find some success at some point, but... I like That's my underground. Fact. I'm an underground artist because I don't, I can't make pop music and I, I can't bring myself to sell my soul. And then they fall into that designer trap that we're talking about, that blue face trap where you have, you make a song mm-hmm. trying to, and then can't do it again or have to be forced to do it again for the rest of your life. So fucking, but I can do that with podcasting. We're just talking about random ass pop shit. We're just like, I don't mind doing the extra things and looking at numbers and fucking doing the little like clickbait shit because it is entertainment. I know I'm coming mm-hmm. into it knowing it's entertainment. It's not my dream to be the famous podcast. It's like, all right, if I can get independence and then branch out and do my other things through this, then cool, because I can exploit the fuck out of this. I'm not passionate about this. Like, this is like... Uh, you know, it's like okay. it's a it's a business move where it's just like right now, fucking because I watched the Joe Budden. It's Joe Budden podcast is the number one podcast in the the the, the globe. Like it's so that that format is how Joe I Budden learned is the number one podcast. Watching it. I've been watching, paying attention to that. Really? Bruh. Over number one, fam. So fucking and I watched that. I've been paying attention to that from 2016 when it was just like an idea and watching them form it and how they thought they needed a girl. But then they realized there was a fan base for girls that wanted to hear the inside of like the male conversation. They feel like they were in like the locker room or just how dudes chop it up. So they get take they get granted Mm -hmm. they get canceled every other weekend for being misogynistic. But I was like, all right, that format works. And it was the the first of its kind. They didn't know it was going to blow up like that. So I'm like, all right, we kind of have that similar model of just. They're pigeonholed because fucking they can't talk about their already. All of them are in the music industry, so they can't be honest about oh, certain things. Okay. The way we just talked about Wayne and shit, they can't have that. Fuck. They try. They talked around and they did the best they can. They had Pusher come on, so like whatever he said, he said it, so they can't get in trouble. But fucking, you know, way we were just like, oh, such and such is a bitch, bro. Like, you know, it's like, oh, there's a lane for like <laughs> if you know you could be a hungrier them and undercut them because they can't be as raw. So they have to be somewhat like they're, they're like yeah, Walmart. Nah, right fact. Okay. This 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 leads this leads me on another question, which goes directly into the conversation. Like, 
I think, well, I think Craig just kind of touched on it for his, so I'll ask it for you, Justin, but Craig, you next as well. What, like, what motivates, what's like an inner deep motivation? Not like your main motivation, you know, everybody has that main, I feel like, proprietary goal of trying to get better. But what is that, what is that, that innate fucking, whether it's small or big, because we just watch MJ look at Carmelo winning an MVP as complete motivation when he had nothing to do with nothing. Absolutely nothing to do with it. And then he looked at George, he asked George Carl for a handshake at a diner and he fucking didn't shake his hand and he used it to go three nothing. So I'm thinking like what in your cases when it comes to the entertainment or this music or whatever it may be, this type of arts, uh, uh, what deeply motivates you? For me, for me at least, um, one was just kind of like you know, not to sound like cliche or like that, but I was just literally just one day just, you know, just at the crib. Uh, it was Denzel and I, we were living together. We were at the crib and then we were watching like Sports Center. Um, and then after Sports Center, we had flicked the channel on some really weird shit that we ended up was like, we were watching, um, I think, BBC. And then I was just like, yo, like, no, the fucking channel, the fucking <laughs> motherfuckers, the, the goddamn, the news channel. <laughs> so, we watched that, and uh, and then it just was like, yo, like, 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 I can do that. And then he was like, yeah, I could do that too. And I was like, so then why don't, why don't we? And then, like, kind of like once we were doing it, and at first, like, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of started out as kind of like, I just was like, yo, I'm gonna just talk some shit. And I know eventually people are gonna like, like it. That was like what my initial thought was in my head. Um, then, you know, came out to like some, some really mm-hmm. good numbers the first few. After that, they kind of like tilted off. But now we've kind of like built this fan base. And now it's kind of like, you know, and then being able to, you know, get different kind of interviews and now have different kind of conversations with people. It's kind of been like that small reinforcement for me that kind of like has like reignited. Like it was like, oh, this can happen. Because like to me, it's like some of these interviews that we've done, we I have we have no business have have having them done. Like, you know, yeah, the genies were cool, but we also had an IFBB pro on. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like she 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 competes, you know, oh, in, in in bikini wear. So you know what I mean? So like we've you know, even some of the artists that you know we've been able to have like, you know, kind of contact with. Like, you know, definitely like, you know, okay. I would have to say like, you know, Janique and AQ to God, they're definitely gonna be like the next up. I feel as if that, you know, I, I could definitely see them kind of, you know, hitting it good. So to me, it's just like, you know, once you kind of got that taste for blood for real, it's like, all right, like I like this is what I have to do. Like I was just actually having conversations earlier today where I was like, I have to make some adjustments okay. in life to <laughs> be able to fulfill and like dive in a hundred percent you know artistically into these podcasts and things because like for me that is like i feel as if this is my lane like talking having a good time like 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 i look okay and i'm like i can do that shit like i was i was like i'm like i can i can i can mm-hmm. do that have those numbers have that kind of influence and really then do it the right way because even like i fuck with rogan but then even now like sometimes you're kind of like rogan like he like like you can tell he's pushing a line I'm just like, yo, I just want I just want black people to be free. Whatever that means. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and there's no black you know version of him. So it's just like 
whatever audience he's Facts. speaking to, yep. there's an audience he's not speaking to. Even for the record, I do bang with like I definitely bang with Rogan and and, and one day mm, and one day Rogan will be on my podcast. I fucks with him a little bit. I fucks with everyone a little bit. Yeah, that's that'd be wild to have. Yeah, like, I'll definitely <laughs> be on your podcast, podcast Rogan. That's hundred percent. But like, oh no, you're you're one day gonna come to conversation with Dean. Oh, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, I'm curious to hear yours, Saeed, because I'm broken, so mine's not fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. You said I'm you're broken. broken? Well, no, you have you have to. I don't know what's the head. Everybody was saying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was like, more positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get heavy, and I wanna, I wanna feel because I don't like being talk dominant. So I wanted to feel, just fill the void. I don't like, I don't like want to talk, and I don't like talking about myself. But <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You just said a lot. Of <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um. Well, outside of just being curious of just like the arts, like I have like a musical family. Um, the biggest thing, why I, what turned into kind of like, I guess anything I could describe as like a Jordan lock-in, just like desire to chase something constantly is because I've, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can do that without a traumatic experience. So let me say that just from a sociological standpoint, what I can like f- fucking like, you know, so respectfully say of what I know about psychology, like traumatic experiences, you, you luckily, I mean, you respond one or two ways. I just happen to respond positive, positively, but I didn't consciously do it. It's just, I don't know, maybe I, I guess I'll conscious because maybe I, maybe I'm a positive person at the beginning. I don't know. I don't know, but it wasn't a conscious thing. So I can't really take credit for that, but I just know that like my senior year of high school, not to make a super long story short, or you know, to make a, lo- a long mm-hmm. story less long, fucking uh, had a surgery that went wrong. Oh, well, I'll just be up for it about it because I'm like a fucking grown ass man about it. Got diagnosed with What cancer, the fuck? Right? Um, I so I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Um, so then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so then um, they had to do a biopsy about me because I had just this huge tumor that grew in. Like I couldn't breathe for like a year, but I thought it was like I had. So they told me I had a sinus infection. It was a bunch of other things. Then they found out I just had a huge tumor that grew over my fucking nose. So I just like, um, so when they tried to do the biopsy, it fell out. But it was like I had like ten something like ten different blood vessels connected into it. So I had to do like an emergency surgery, and I woke up in surgery three times. I remember one of them. <laughs> um, so fucking, I guess I technically remember the third one because that was when I woke up, woke up. But the, I remember waking up on the like table and the nurse seeing and telling the doctor and they were freaking out and they had to give me like gas and fucking drug the fuck out of me. Then they said I woke up. I thought I was in a wrestling match and I attacked the nurse. Um, <laughs> um, they just said I just jumped up like I was just really just like I was down there like quiet all of a sudden I just jumped up and grabbed the nurse and then like I I, 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 I drew something because like they showed it to me I didn't believe them I thought there were people just like fucking with me but I drew something and they showed me drawing all this nonsense so I, I was like yeah I guess I drew that I don't know what the fuck <laughs> 
Um, and the, but the third time I woke up, I woke up in the ICU with someone else dying next to me. They were just like, I woke up and I just heard this beeping and I had this fucking, and I woke up on the fucking, like a, like a, the life support, the thing breathing for you, but I was breathing off beat with it. So I was so pissed off because it hurt. Cause I was like trying to like breathe out and it would suck in. Like it was just doing the opposite thing. So it hurt so bad. So I was just fucking screaming and like punching everything. And the nurse came in. It was just like pure chaos, for like a good hour. And then fucking, <laughs> so then like now I wake up every morning, like pissed off. I don't know why, but like every day, every morning I am on fire. But if I have something to think about, it doesn't turn into depression. Normally I can just get on like for I'll probably say a bunch of years, it was just a negative cycle or just bad shit happens to me. And like, I was just depressed. And then it just turned into like when I like, having to do radiation and shit i just found a beat maker and then it was just like anytime i just wanted to get my mind off it i would just make a little beat and then it was like then making a beat made a song and then it's just like so anytime i feel shitty i do something so i don't linger on it so it's just like and i feel shitty a lot (laughs) so that's why i'm on instagram at fucking 3 a.m like i'm doing weird shit at wild times because i have to do something because i know i'm not my thoughts I refuse to identify with them. The good, the bad, the fucking neutral. I'm none of them. I'm none of those things. So I just fucking just try to stay in the fucking the silent middle. I try to stay in the void as much as I can. And then I just find like when I stay in the void, it feels like that's what I feel like Superman. Like I feel like I respond to shit quicker because I'm not attached to anything. Like I fucking am wittier. Like I'm just mm-hmm. like on my game. Like today, I feel like I woke up in the void today. Fucking so I'm just like I'm like, you know, shit could happen, good, bad. Like I'm not really reacting to it. Cause I don't, I've just, it was easier to detach today. Some days I can go a month without even having a thought about like, am I hungry? Have I brushed my hair? Did I like, you know, like, you know, so fucking, so yeah. I, I say I'm broken in that because it's not voluntary. It's not a thing. I, cause I, so I can't like say like, I wake up and charge up with a thought. It's just me waking up and trying to first identify that. I'm not mad or I'm not sad or why am I feeling this way? And the fucked up sometimes I am. <laughs> sometimes it's a justified reason. So it's a lot of questioning, yeah. but I never get yeah. anywhere. So it's like if all right, I've just been staring at a wall for two hours. I'm maybe actually <laughs> sad today. Maybe today is today's Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's just so exactly. That's so much a fucking better story. And what you kidding me? You know how I many fucking the sad ass black kids are going to be like, you know what? If this motherfucker could do it, man, I'm about to do it. Yeah, that but shit, well, dude. fuck right, them because I'm not doing it for them. A small <laughs> Completely selfish. Everyone should do that for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be no role model for nobody. I'm not trying to be no, you know, everyone's on their path. I had to go look at Craig's page. He was saying all that shit. I just started. I just went to his page. <laughs> well, <he> was... <laughs> I was feeling so sad. That's the last thing I want. Fucking sympathy. It took me. It took me forever to even say the words cancer. Like I refuse. I've gone. Most of my family doesn't even know. I'm bucking. So just like it's not a thing that. So it's not a thing that ever comes up. 
because I just right, right. refuse to I refuse to identify with it. So it's just it's a downer. And the first people's reaction is to be like, oh, man, that's rough. And it's like it only sucks for the people around you, because once you're in a position and you have to live, that's all you're going to do. You don't really. It's not like, oh man, it's hard today. It's just like I'm not gonna fucking die, motherfucker. <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's not gonna say easy, right, right, but right. like it's not a lot of debate. <laughs> you know, not, it's not really a war of spirit going on. You're just like today. You're just like I feel a little better. I'm gonna try to do a little more. You know, so fucking it's just watching your mom, watching your sister, watch your family come in, and your face is all fucked up. Like those are the hard moments. It's hard for everybody else, but like. Trying to live is something facts, you're facts, gonna facts. do anyway. So, see, what about you? What uh, that's a what can get you going? That's, a, that's an absolute fact. Uh, you know, I've always been a, a a selfless person. So, like, if if I feel like my environment, my energy isn't positive, isn't like isn't nobody's in the spirit that they need to be like I gotta do something like I just I, I just have to like it's innate it's just an innate skill too and music and just creative creative arts period in my family is something that's very active like my cousins were signed to raucous records with with most deaf and Tyler quality like when they were the first couple of, couple of groups on so like yeah, beaches and cream. Like the the phrase chilling sitting on about a half a million and all my guns, all my kids and my children. My cousin said it first. Okay. So yeah, like they 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 it was always around me, but I just never took it that way. That wasn't the route that everybody had for me. But it was always something I was drawn to. And then I had a a, a college professor. Like I took a public speaking class and I was I was really too hungover to to, to go to the final, so I just told her I was sick. So I did the final in her room and did the speech or whatever. And she was like, she told me, she said, uh, what do you what do you want to do with your life? I was like, I'm just trying to make some cash, you know, make some cash, do what I got to do. She's like, you should change your major to communications. Yeah, I was living and dying. Like, this is what I'm trying to do, live and die. Just back. It's hard to be, you know, 30 and black. Let's try to get there. And she was like, you should probably get into communications or whatever because you have a way of talking to people. So I've never manifested that into anything one directly. It, I just know it's something that always keeps drawing me back and gravitating towards me. So now it's like, yeah, fuck it. If it keeps calling me, like, why the fuck would I not do it? And I think I'm funny as fuck and I'm sexy, <laughs> you know. So, like, it don't even fucking matter. Like, Speak. You know. I, I <laughs> you gave me a layup. I was like, uh, should I press it? You said, you said the fuck. <laughs> and it's like, listen. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this on this fucking podcast so that way a whole bunch of other people can hear Hopefully, fucking tell you the same fucking thing, bruh. No. I I hear what you're saying with the music, but you know what they you know, bro. You need to get on the fucking comedic stage. You need to get on fuck. You need to be doing comedy. That's a fucking fact. Like, bro, I don't understand why you don't think that you would be funny. I think you would be fucking hilarious. Like, I truly. Be- Son, but you don't. You're you're telling me a, that that you're not comedian, smart enough, woody enough to get it done. So. No, I'm just saying, like it, I, it's more of this. Do I really want to? Enter, what if I'm having so you <laughs> on people? Well, I don't want to go out there and tell fucking. Fuck it. 
I'm just go ahead and start shitting on people. Just go ahead, you know, I don't feel like talking to you motherfuckers. I'm just going to shit on you the whole night. And make them laugh while you're doing it. Is, is, is there anything, and, is there anything also, of yours or anything that you do passingly or that you used to do that, like, uh, you would just do for free? Yeah, like any just free? There's a bunch of shit I would just do for free. Just match it. I would, I would, I would watch and talk about sports for free, for free. Like you couldn't pay me to do that shit. Um, I would, you know, what job I would like to do for free? That'd be kind of fire. Yo, Funkmaster Flex used to have like the most fire job ever. All he had to do was just put beats on and let motherfuckers just freestyle for fucking thirty minutes and have a show. Like shit, like that is quite not to be. <coughs> fun, that's a, I don't do DJ and nothing like that, but. Something any something like that musically involved would be would be dope and talking or reacting about sports or something like that. I what? I do that all day for free. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. Any sport wouldn't matter. Except for NASCAR, because I know I know how they feel about niggas. Well, um I think you have the capacity to be a, a great podcaster, but um me furthering that point would also come with a harsh end. <laughs> so I just will stay on that positive end. But I definitely, uh, I mean, communication, if not if trying to be strictly funny, but in the realm of, of yeah, communication is definitely probably, you You definitely have pre- predisposed definitely, to have definitely. the skill set for. Definitely. You, yeah, you should be doing at least, yeah. like personally, yeah. You know what I think. I yeah. you, you you should probably have. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. At the very least, some kind of content on your own. Like all of us, should you should have be a minimum of like two other shows, individual content, See, one by yourself, and then one with me talking wrestling. Because mm. we need that. <laughs> okay. The fuck out of here. We just talked about Iceberg Slim. You son, bitch. How dare you? I like a slut to you. This my name starts. This is my first name starts with a K. And as it goes with a Y, no, it doesn't. Fuck out of here. He's about to upgrade your acting, bro. This is ridiculous. I mean. Did you, I gotta, I gotta upgrade. I gotta upgrade your backup, but like it's like I'm hot shit, but it's like a two. Oh, well, we'll drop that shit, like that. <laughs> especially if it's impassioned. Yeah. So <clears throat> because yeah, because it's something I personally am dealing with, with 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 a friend of mine, right? So, um, yeah. So Hold this, on. This is uh, sit your ass down or upgrade your backup because uh, this is a this is an upgrade your backup. It's just this is a story. Of all about her. Mm-hmm. Never in the world has it been much devastation. It's up Rich Mackin, but just a little, you know, kind of personal story. One of my closest friends, this guy's a great guy. This guy's one of those guys who's, you know, black men don't cheat. Like, he's the embodiment of the, uh, of the song. You know, master's work, all that, whatever. <laughs> he has a, he's had a girlfriend that he's been talking to for a year and a half, Right. Um, a situation occurred where we may have known some information about that said girl. 
said information was passed along, said information was not received well, uh, said information then dispersed. That was like, I'm not um, going to lie to you, bro. That was really just poorly trans. <laughs> like, I don't know what you just said. Okay, so we found out some information about the about his shorty that he was talking to by accident, completely by accident. Tried to tell him, smooth it over, and and the this because we know he's a you know such a uh, little emotional guy in the smoothest way possible. Um, he then took that information, ran right back to her, told her word for word verbatim, um, and then a year later, she leaves him. And where's boys? Where's Corey's close friend? So now we're sitting here, you know, cleaning them up. And this is just the story of like, I, I, the, the quote I want to go with is, listen, like, listen, listen to your eyes. That's all I can say. Listen to your eyes. Why did he take her back? If she, I mean, he, did, he, so he, he didn't he, know she got, she, oh, no, she no, didn't know she cheated on him the first, or he no, did know no. and took her back and then she ended up leaving. Why did he take her back? This is why I just that's the quote. Listen, l- listen with your fucking eyes. If 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 you see what's happening and you see what's going on, like don't let you know, it's not some people just don't want to be tricked out of their happiness, but at the same time you <laughs> you know this is about to be a short-term explosion. Like you know this is about to get super Oopa. ugly. Oopa, ugly. Super ugly and it's about to affect and it's and it's a, it's, it's not even it's gonna, it's gonna affect the people around you too, who I tried to help you in the first place. So now, it's like, we, like it's right there. No, nobody was. If it's in, if it's open in your face, like that's usually the case. Well, yeah, I mean that's the most. That's the, the that's <laughs> straight up the ultimate disrespect. Not trying to hide it, and then going back to it, like getting caught. Yeah. And then like, and then and then yeah, it's just ridiculous, and that and that just fucking. I just irked my fucking soul because it's like this, so this, the same type of people fall in the same type of trap. And if you're that type of person, I'll try to get you the fuck out of that, you fucking loser. Get your shit together, okay? She's not real. She's just another thotty. He's just another whatever, shorty. He ain't really these Well, that things. speaks you know to a, I mean? a bigger problem because people, people, a lot of guys relax. also think it couldn't be my girl, like not my sweetheart. And the, it, well, which is the that's ego. not true for any man. That's not true for any woman. So it's just like, yeah, it could be depending on everything is exactly. circumstantial. Like, yeah, that could be your sweetheart. It depends on the situation. Hopefully, it <laughs> never arises. But fucking, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, actually, I mean, we. Uh, I don't want to fucking keep name dropping Joe Biden, but he did have a quote a couple of years ago that says, "If a dude can steal your girl, he's doing you a favor." Like he should have, you're right. He should have listened to his eyes. Like that first time he should have, it should have told him enough. So then it'd be heartbroken at the second well, time. You, yeah. It's like, nah, that's, uh, that, that's already shame on you. You mix it. You, you, you skip those, the, the shame, those yeah. fucking two shame on me. It's like shame on me, shame on you. Motherfucker. You should have learned like, <laughs> two, twice is too much. And it's just like, we, we can't let that go. Can't let that go on, man. We got to change it. Got to change it any way we can. That's all. But that that, that was my upgrade, Jamaican. It's a cautionary tale about just letting people let 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 the ride the waves, let the vibe out. Um, relax. I got a short okay. sit your ass down award. Um, okay. Like, and normally I was like gonna try to set the tone of doing sit your ass down, like play the song afterwards. So I am playing it afterwards. It's just literally a short. 
Um, <laughs> Shannon the Cannon Briggs is fighting Mike Tyson. Oh man! Are you Brooklyn? You hurt? Brownsville? Bitch! <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Gonna die. Don't talk about it. <laughs> That's it. That's my whole suggestion. I don't think more. I don't think need more needs to be said. I just want. Him, I just because Tyson said that he wants to get like two or three, like you know, kind of like you know, expedition, like you know, charity you matches. Know so goes. I definitely want to see him kill Tyson Fury's father. I need to see that too. Yeah, he was talking to. Was, I'm oh, yeah, no no yeah, because yeah, because yeah, Tyson can channel some hate. Yeah. Because because he was like he was he was foolish enough to believe in his son and his son was foolish enough to believe in him. I think the whole world was surprised that night. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> um, so now he believes that whatever he believed that night is like if I believe, you know, I think he's one of those dudes that just commit like it worked. Well, let's fucking now he's delusional because he thinks that's his reality. Where it's like, I, I, but like I said, like the Freudian slip there. He's like, I I'm willing to die in that ring. It's like you know, <laughs> you know exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> Deep down, your heart's trying to tell you, but you haven't realized it yet because you're too fucking stubborn. Like, why would that come out of your face? You're challenging the man to a fight, and somehow we got on the subject of like, I don't care, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, because you know, you fucking know. So, all right. Mike's going to go. Yeah, he was right. looking like a world champ oh, in his 50s. Yo, son. I hope Yo, none of these young boys are going to try to do that. None of these young boys are going to try to do that. He doesn't even yeah. want to because, yeah, he's just fighting for charity. So it's not like he's going for a title. So he can blow it all in one fight. Like, he can, it's not like he has to save himself yeah. for champion rounds. Like, you're going to get a full Tyson punch in the face <laughs> no. first round. Like, he's not saving energy and shit. So the question is, how many, how, how many rounds do you think he lasts? Down. Oh, my God. I can't wait to watch. Shannon Briggs, uh, one. I think once Tyson, I think Tyson's gonna come out a little awkward. He's been so long, like he's been out of the ring. There's no replacing, no matter how good. I'm mean, granted his muscle memory. It's just gonna need a while to kick in. So I think uh, anticipating it's gonna happen faster yeah. than normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, that first round, no matter, no matter. I've watched John Jones get arrested for like a half a year and come in and be really awkward, and that was. And he was young and he's <laughs> still in his prime. So being out of the ring for like 20 years. Well, then, but then how um, long, and getting into a how real fight. How long has Briggs been out of the game you. for? He's going to be awkward that first round. Not long. He was just fighting. He was trying to, he was just throwing up uh, before oh, fucking Klitschkoff was, retired. Was he was chasing him around everywhere because, like, before Klitschkoff got beat, he was, yeah, him. Like, he was like, let's go, like, fucking up his memes and, me, and shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, just following him everywhere because he wanted a title shot. <laughs> he, he, was like, he was like, I'm going to make you get me a title shot. <laughs> um, so basically, I think so, and I think he's he about to get fed to the wolves. Um, what the fuck? 
Well, because he actually wants to bang. Like, if you're an actual fighter, you want to swing and suck it out. Klitschkoff <laughs> was the worst. I hated the Klitschkoff brothers. Oh, my God. They destroyed boxing yeah, by themselves. Brothers. They killed the heavyweight yeah. division because they fought for points, yeah. and they just tired you out, held you, punched you a little bit, and just got points in the one decision. Like, I think one of them only has, like – and then they refused to fight each other. So then the Not titles never nothing, got though. unified <laughs> for, like, 10 years. Not for nothing, no. <laughs> so like, they both held two bro. titles. And we're that's just like, the only thing I can respect them on because it's like you know what I'm not fighting my brother for money either yeah well oh yeah that, that, that nah, they stood on principle nah. and knowing that they're both bad enough to get there well one of you selfish bitches <laughs> give up well I mean us being greedy consumers yeah of course we want to see who's the baddest brother but then that would have they known because they're both alpha males that it would have never been the same after that they would have been competing every day after that like rematches and shit so it's like to never grin it I, uh, in actuality that's noble but at the same time if they it would have been cool if they were exciting <laughs> fighters and did that but they were lame as fuck fighters <laughs> and hugged all <laughs> night it oh my points. god two love, punches and then hug the whole round <laughs> trying to tire you out by just putting the body weight on you because there were six Bro, nine and uh, six eight it's just a massive huge, just a waste of space. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Chris Chris Clark, whatever. Anyway. It's hilarious. I think on that note. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just was saying the Cliff Claw, brother. Whatever the fuck the name is. It's it hilarious. Klitschko, motherfuckers. Hmm? Klitschko, the Klitschko. Klitschko, brother. Yeah, they whack anyways. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Well, was that all the things? Do we have anyone, anyone, uh, Want to dive in? Um, we're about to go into a recession. Uh, not nothing. Not at the top of my top of my head, really. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that. We haven't been doing shit for a minute. Oh yeah, what's the deal with New York? I'm trying to been trying to. I haven't been looking up. I figured shit was gonna get hectic this week. No, everybody, but no, they got, oh, like, so, yeah, it's normal, normal. So, like, the barbershop's not open until phase two, so that's gonna be like another two weeks. No, yeah, so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be interesting. All right, that, that's whack. Yeah, fucking whatever random updates of that definitely hit with the hit the group chat because I uh, yeah no nah, no nah, definitely definitely gonna let you uh, know yeah yeah it's gonna be really interesting out. up here but you know we'll make it through New York strong New York tougher yeah. they call it for <laughs> <laughs> me we'll fuck all that <laughs> peace play the podcast bitch. <laughs> <laughs>